When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about numbers and comparisons and technology. And we're going to examine a theory that keeps getting thrown out. And we're going to demonstrate why that theory is less than accurate. Um, I, I'm sure... You've probably heard somebody say, oh, this is all going according to plan. This is the way Russia wants it. It's a strategy to lull the opposition into, you know, a false sense of security or something. You know, some some story that is basically very similar to, I would have won that race, but I left my good shoes at home. You know, that type of thing. We're going to demonstrate why that's not actually the case. <laughs> And we're going to start by examining Russian lost and providing a comparison. In any war, you have multiple estimates when it comes to the lost. You have the estimate that is produced by the country taking the losses. Those are always low. You have the estimate produced by the country inflicting them. Those are always high. You have a third-party estimate that is normally a range. The low end of that range is, hey, we've confirmed this. We have seen this with our own eyes via satellite or photo or social media post or whatever. And then they produce an aggressive estimate based on that. And then the middle ground is where that normally, that's what the accurate number normally is. Okay. Okay. So what is Ukraine's estimate when it comes to uh, Russian lost? It's ridiculously high. I want to say like 18, 19,000, something like that. It's, it's high. Um, the third party estimate ranges 7 to 15. Okay? 7,000 being, we have seen this via satellite. We've seen this with our own eyes. That is 100% confirmed. And then 15,000 is the aggressive estimate, which would put the real number right somewhere between 10 and 13. Okay. Then you have the estimate coming from Russia itself, which I want to say is like a thousand, something like that. Um, they are definitely not telling the truth, which is common. Most countries do that. Uh, I know that when the estimate was right around 500, that at that point I had personally viewed more loss than that via footage. They are not telling the truth. However, we had this interesting thing happen. A Russian news outlet published an article going over the lost and put the number right under 10,000, like 9,950 or something like that. This was a few days ago. And that article quickly got deleted and then was replaced with the official line. Um, I'm going to say that's the right number. It's in line. Uh, it's on the low end of the U.S. estimates, of the NATO estimates. But 
that's that that's an accurate number. That it's going to be right around that. Um. So we're we're going to use that number ten thousand as as our baseline here. As soon as the conflict started, you had Western media making comparisons to put things in perspective for Western viewers. A few days into it, you heard, they've lost as many troops as we lost in Afghanistan. And then it was, as we lost in Iraq. And then it was, as we lost in Afghanistan and Iraq. And then they just stopped making those comparisons. What if we decided to go ahead and make it again? What would it be? Russia has lost more troops in 30-something days than total U.S. combat deaths since the end of Vietnam. All of them. I want you to think about how often the United States has troops in harm's way. Going all the way back to the 70s. That's how bad it is. This is not planned. It is more than Afghanistan, Iraq, both times. So 2003 and Desert Storm. Somalia, Bosnia, Panama, Grenada. These are all the ones that people would immediately think of, but it also includes the stuff you're not thinking of, like Beirut or the U.S. involvement in the Civil War in El Salvador. All of it since the end of Vietnam. But even that isn't really an accurate comparison because the Russian number is about 20% higher. This isn't planned. This is a catastrophic failure. It's not some 4D chess that Putin's playing. They failed. The idea that it is, that it's going according to plan, that's propaganda put out for people who may have access to the internet in Russia. That's what that's there for, to help ease their mind. Um, Now, when this theory gets thrown out, it's normally accompanied by the idea that Russia is putting in its bad units first, okay, First, let me just go ahead and tell you, that's not a thing. Nobody does that. Um, This isn't Sid Meier civilization where you send in your units that weren't upgraded to be destroyed. That's not a thing. Um, And the way they try to justify this is by saying, look, these are T-72 tanks. Those are old tanks. And yes, and admittedly, there have been some like original T-72s spotted in Ukraine. That, that's a fact. Um, however, saying it's a T-72 and not really going any further is a lot like looking at a Ford Mustang and saying, oh, that's from the 60s. The T-72B3 is a uh, an upgraded design that was produced in um, 2016, 2013, 2016. There are quite a few variants that um, that are pretty modern, and they have been found on fire in Ukraine. They're not just sending in their junk equipment. They do have a lot of junk equipment, but that's from poor maintenance. 
That's from not modernizing, not professionalizing. It's not part of some 4D chess plan. This is a failure. They are losing troops at a staggering level. Think about how often the United States sends its troops overseas to protect American interests. All of them since the end of Vietnam. And that's not even really matching their total. And they managed to lose that in a little more than a month. This theory is garbage. It needs to go away. Um, now, what does this mean? What can we infer from this? Putin, it does appear that Russia is now shoring up everything on the eastern side of things. And it looks like they're, they're trying to reposition, maybe regroup a little bit. But it, it certainly appears as though they have given up on the idea of offensives around major cities further to the west, including the capital, at least at this moment. It is not going according to plan, unless the plan was to lose in a spectacular fashion. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.